from the Lakeside Newsroom of the Henrico Citizen, your hometown news source since 2001. This is the Henrico News Minute with publisher Tom Lapis. Some mask uncertainty today as students return to schools on the day that Governor Glenn Youngkin's executive order repealing a mask mandate takes effect. We'll tell you more and have details from a Henrico Supervisors Retreat on Saturday, all today in the Henrico News Minute. It's Monday, January 24th, 2022. And now for the news. On Saturday, the Henrico Board of Supervisors held its annual day-long retreat. The board uses that event as a chance to discuss and hear more about some of its top priority projects for the year ahead. This time it was also a chance for Henrico Superintendent Amy Cashwell to make her first public comments about Governor Glenn Youngkin's executive order that terminates the statewide mask mandate for K-12 schools. That order technically takes effect today, but it's being challenged in the Virginia Supreme Court. And Henrico and a number of other school divisions have said that their mask mandates will remain in place. And the expectation is that students, visitors, and staff members will be masked. Cashwell told the Board of Supervisors, quote, I want to be really clear, this is in no way Henrico County Schools pushing back personally on the governor or taking any kind of political stance. We're working to make sure we're maintaining our health and safety plans and doing so in accordance with the law and health experts, end quote. Henrico Schools spokeswoman Eileen Cox told a citizen that if any students refuse to wear masks today or in the days ahead, school officials will do what they've done all year, work with individual families to see what alternatives are available. Based upon directives from school administrators obtained by the citizen, one mitigation strategy may be to have unmasked students sit behind plexiglass if they can't always be distanced by six feet or more. Now, in a statement Friday evening, Yunkin said that he is encouraging families to follow guidance from their principals until the matter is sorted out legally. Also on Saturday, Henrico supervisors heard an update about the list of infrastructure projects that could appear on November's bond referendum that's being planned. There have been a few changes and updates to the proposal since the board last was briefed about it about two months ago. Plans currently call for a $514.4 million referendum for projects that would total $534.4 million in cost. Now, finance officials are proposing that preliminary design work for five of those projects, totaling $20 million, would be funded through other sources. The projects on the referendum would include the complete rebuild of four public schools, Cuyacuson Middle, Davis Elementary, Highland Springs Elementary, and Longan Elementary, as well as the construction of two new ones, one in the far west end and one near the River Mill community. In addition, the relocation of two fire stations, construction of a new public safety training facility and a new no-kill animal shelter, as well as the creation of a new Far West End park, would be among the other items on the referendum. Officials added a $10 million improvement project at Deep Bottom Park in Verina and the next phase of the Tuckahoe Creek Park project for $5 million to the referendum list. Fairfield District Supervisor Frank Thornton asked if they could add one project in his di- district, a renovation of the Vauder Street Glen Lee Recreation Area. That's a complex that's been used for decades by the Glen Lee Youth Sports Organizations. 
The project has been listed on the county's capital improvement program for years, most recently at an estimated cost of nearly $6 million. But the CIP is funded only one year at a time, and the project had not been included for funding to date. You can read more about the bond referendum at HenricoCitizen.com by clicking on News and then Government. Also during the retreat, County Manager John Vitolkis told supervisors that addressing juvenile violence in the county will become a focal point of his fiscal year 2022-23 budget proposal. The county is witnessing some concerning violent trends among juveniles. It's according to Henrico Police Chief of Staff Barbara West. She told the board Saturday that the department could use more resources to address those trends. Last year, there were 81 firearm discharge incidents involving juveniles in some way. That amounts to about one every four and a half days. 17 juveniles were injured in those incidents, two fatally. Police have been finding more examples of juveniles carrying ghost guns. Those are guns assembled at home through kits available for purchase online. So Vitokas is tentatively planning to propose funding for 50 new police officer positions during the next five years, likely 10 each year beginning in July when the new fiscal year starts, as well as additional mental health supports and the formation of new partnerships or the enhancement of existing ones with nonprofit organizations like the Henrico Police Athletic League. Vitulkis also hinted that several new partnerships with large local employers were nearing reality as well. You can also read more about this issue right now on HenricoCitizen.com by clicking News and then Government. Well, it was a story that had a lot of folks talking last fall when a woman from Indiana came forward and said that she believed she was a girl reported missing nearly 22 years ago in Henrico. That girl, Brittany Renee Williams, was just seven when she was reported missing in 2000. Kaylin Stevenson of Fort Wayne, Indiana, said that she had certified DNA testing results that would prove that she was Williams. But on Friday, Henrico police said that that's not the case. Working with the Richmond Division of the FBI, they determined that Stevenson's DNA was not a match with that of Williams, saying, quote, we are still very much looking for leads and new information into the disappearance of Brittany Renee Williams. If you have any information about Williams, call Henrico Police at 501-5000 or provide your tips anonymously through Metro Richmond Crime Stoppers at 780-1000 or at p3tips.com. January is National Radon Action Month, and officials from the American Lung Association are encouraging radon testing for everyone, including homeowners, renters, real estate agents, and others. Radon is a naturally occurring radioactive gas emitted from the ground. It's odorless, tasteless, and colorless. But the ALA says that at least 1 in 15 homes in the U.S. have elevated levels of radon. For information about how to have your home tested, visit lung.org backslash radon, R-A-D-O-N. And today is a special day in my family. It's my dad's birthday, so I want to wish my dad a great day, a happy birthday up in Northern Virginia. Haven't been able to see him in a couple years because of COVID, but uh, hopefully that'll end soon. Happy birthday, Dad. Love you.